Yo, bad. That shit crazy. I am here. I'm here. Welcome to the All Even Podcast. You can find me on Podbeam, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. I'm all over the place. Hit that subscribe button, like, share, and comment. Tell a friend to tell a friend. I'm not in a good mood. I'm not in a good mood. Claw's here. I'm about to pull him out. Pause. God damn, hold on. Pause. I'm about to, you know, introduce him in a second. But there's a lot to get into, man. You know, we got Cowboys talk. We have divisional playoffs going on. There's a coaching carousel that's going on. But I can't get into none of that. I can't get into none of that until I get into Cowboys stuff. So before I get into all that, though, let's came up my man, Claw. How you doing, Claw? How you doing? I haven't seen you this sad since you stopped being the Jets man. <laughs> yeah. It's just rough. I, I ain't going to hold you, bro. I, I got nothing. I have nothing. I have nothing. Um, I sat, you know, we was here last week. Shouts to Six. He was on the couch. And Six sat right there. And laughed in my face and said, yo, y'all Cowboy fans are too cocky. Y'all might end up getting railroaded. Treat you like a baby and do cocky. And I was like, nah, bro, you bugging. You bugging. There's no way, there's no way Green Bay is going to come into Dallas and do nothing. They're going to get their doors blown off of them. We're going to wash them. Third quarter is going to be light. And that's it. And that happened. 48. The 32 is the worst loss in Cowboys playoff history. And the thing is with me is that I had no, nobody's upset about it, right? Like when I was watching the game, the players, they didn't look, they didn't look super upset. They didn't. Dak was playing like Dak dog shit in the playoffs. We already know what he does. I finally was, was, was hyped about Dak this season. I'm off the train again. I was on it for a second. I'm off it again. I'm off it again. You have Micah. All he do is talk. All he do is talk. Didn't do nothing in the game. Had one pressure. Defense, I don't know what the hell Gilmore was doing out there the whole night. I don't know what Dan what Dan Quinn was calling. Reminded me of the 28-3 uh, Super Bowl 
That's what it looked like to me. Mike McCarthy didn't, didn't know what the hell he was doing. So after we get the doors blown off of us, right? And everybody's mad, everybody's frustrated. The one silver lining that we had was that, yo, this is it. Mike McCarthy's gone. He's done. There's no way Jerry Jones is going to allow this man to get back into the building. I saw tweets. Uh, there was, I think, Michael uh, Michael Irvin had went had went viral, went live. He was like, yo, everybody got to go. Clean house. That's how all Cowboys fans were feeling. Cowboys fans were jumping in the streets because they knew at least there was going to be blood. Right? <laughs> There's going to be blood. Somebody had to go. Jerry Jones looked like a, a confused man. Looked like he couldn't find his pants after the game. Right? Looked emotional. Looked like he was going to do something drastic. I said on the show last week, I said, if Mike McCarthy loses all wins, I think Jerry Jones should still do something drastic and go find somebody else. That's what I said. So I was waiting for it. Sunday night, nothing. Monday, nothing. Tuesday, nothing. Wednesday, we hear that Mike McCarthy is coming back. At this point, I'm like, how? How can you have this man back after what just happened? After the last four years. You got to remember, the first year, didn't make playoffs. Three years after that, 12 and 5, 12 and 5, 12 and 5. Got bounced in the, divi- in the wild card round. Bounced in the divisional round last year. And then bounced in the wild card round again. This is a man that's overachieved his entire career. Man got one Super Bowl. And the one Super Bowl that he got was off the back of Aaron Rodgers. And mind you, they were on the road that year. So they weren't even the favorites to win. So it was one of those years where nobody was even thinking about the Packers winning. And they ended up getting to the Super Bowl and beating the Bears, right? Or uh, who did they play? Wasn't it? It was um, they beat. Can they beat the Giants? No, it wasn't the Giants, bro. I'm talking about Super Bowl. It was um, Super Bowl fucking. They beat the um, Steelers. Steelers. Thank you. Right. So it's like everything that we've seen Mike McCarthy do has been. There's just no motivation. He does not know how to inspire his fucking players to be able to say, yo, I ain't going to lie to you, bro. We getting, we getting our asses beat. Somebody got to step up. Because if somebody don't step up, somebody's going. And it ain't going to be me. You saw how Jimmy Johnson was, 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 uh, was at halftime. Jimmy Johnson was emotional. Man, look like he about to cry. Because he was so mad about how the Cowboys were looking. Come on, man. Come on. I mean, listen, I've been waiting to have a conversation with you for a while. And, uh, you know, ever since you left, I can't act like it's been much better for the Jets. But I still have my pride and my dignity, which you don't have now, sir. And, I, I, you know, it's sad to see you like this. Fuck your pride and fuck your dignity. I'll never go back. Hey, I'm not saying you should come back. I'll never go back. That door is closed. But. 
I'd rather stay where I was at than rather get like hoped every year. And every year thinking, oh, well, we're at 12 and 5, we're going to playoffs. And then first <laughs> Don't round, mock me. Don't do that. Don't fucking round, do that. One and done. And you got to ask yourself the same questions. Why? Listen, I was, you saw the, the video how I was emotional in the bathroom. Like, so every time you think about it, you just want to, you just want to tear up, right? That's rough. And this is, this is, this is the part that really bothers me. This right here. L- listen, listen to Mike McCarthy. And definitely need to learn from his past experience. And why should fans buy back in to you as the head coach of this team? Yeah, because I, I believe that uh, the, the direction, you know, the leadership, um, everything is in place. And um, I'm not very comfortable talking about myself, but I came here to win a championship. I didn't come here to get another contract or um, anything other than that. Um, I came to Dallas to win the world championship, and that's why I'm standing here and um, buy into us. Buy into us. What the fuck does that mean? Buy into us. He's selling insurance. Is this stock? Is this stock? It's stock. It's insurance. Yo, if you're a player, when you hear that, is that inspiring you? Does that does that make you hyped? Um, they're selling hope, man. That's what the they man looks like. Cole, the man looks like he's selling cutlery. You, you hear how he speaks? Don't nobody <laughs> care about that man, man. Oh, we all the reason why we know that Jerry Jones took him back is because Jerry Jones does not want to relinquish control. We know this. This is why rumors had rumor says that. He never even contacted Bill Belichick. He never contacted Jim Harbaugh. He never contacted anybody. He was just sitting on his hands, trying to get salt on his on, on his damn food for a few days, knowing he was going to bring Mike McCarthy back. Just gaslighting the fans. We all we do is get gaslit by Jerry Jones. I mean, it just goes to show you, man. Grass ain't always green on the turf. Because the turf still sits on top of it. <laughs> I can't go back to the Jets, though. Jets are like just, just are like a, a, a girl with a bad BBL. Uh, ain't, ain't, ain't nothing to look for. <laughs> let me tell you something. There's nothing to look for. <laughs> Cowboys. The Cowboys. We're frauds. We're frauds. That's the BBL with no thighs. That's Facts. The drum, that's the drumstick. That's what y'all are. Straight, straight, straight mushroom. That's what we are. Exactly. That's what we are. Frauds. Yeesh. It's rough. Y'all feel for you. Listen. I nah, no, 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 no. Don't do that. You did not feel for me. Pause. Because you and Hove called me on Sunday night. Right? There was no type of consoling conversation. Y'all just wanted to rub it in. That's all it was. Was that as well, but we just wanted to check on you. That I didn't want you to tie that rope, you know what I'm saying? Like, because that was it, that was a beating, bro. And we called you two minute warning. So, just when you thought you had a chance, our call was to tell you that you don't, and it's over. And I don't know how fast your TV, or maybe mine was faster than yours, but end of the day, I wanted to see the pain, you know, in those eyes, and I did, and I feel good. <sighs> yeah. Listen, in the words of, I forgot his name, one of them coaches, they are who we thought they were. <laughs> Yo, don't, don't, don't quote Danny Green. Don't do that. There you go. <laughs> don't quote Danny Green. Don't do that. They don't are. do that. 
Y'all appreciate that. That's who we thought they were. Cal bums. Even you, even you were shocked at the score. Admit it. Listen, Matt LaFleur is the coach, right? Yes. He came to ask one question. What do you love? (laughs) What do you love? And love. (laughs) Let it rain on y'all. Yo. Dude. Yo, the man threw 20 passes. Claw. He went 16 for 20 and had like nine touchdowns. Like, bro, like, I I don't want to listen. I don't want to hear about Micah. I don't want to hear about this. I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to hear about no CD Lamb. I don't want to hear about no Tony Pollard. I damn sure don't want to hear about no damn Dak. Because every time you want to rely on this dude, he's not there. Yo, the pick six was it for me. Like, what are you, what are you seeing? Yeah. Even C.D. Lamb was looking at him like, yo, my man, what are you doing out here? You nervous? You need a reset? You want to start over? Because we can't start over. I mean. Ah. I I call this year the year of exposures. A lot of people got exposed. Who else? Eagles got exposed. Yo, they were froze from the beginning, though. You know that. But, but the Jets, when, once they took that first loss to the Jets, it was just downhill from there. Uh, the Jets got exposed. Yes, they did. What's the name got exposed, in my opinion? Uh, Kansas City got exposed. Browns got exposed. Browns got exposed, but what's the name got hurt? Um, Watson got hurt. and they did Watson, they Watson was rubbish. Granted. He was rubbish. They had a they had a little spark when they started, and now he's just got. <laughs> <laughs> um, a few other teams got exposed, bro. There's a lot of exposure out there. I'm like, nah, nobody. These ain't these teams ain't the real deal. They look good, but that ain't it. Yeah, I just at the top of that list, man. It's a motherfucking Cowboys. <laughs> look at this man's face. How can yo? How can you be motivated by anybody that looks like this? Yeah. Oh, seriously, is that a onesie? Or like, it's a t-shirt under. That definitely does look like a fucking onesie. Looks like one piece. It does. You know how you have those like those um, tuxedo t-shirts? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Like it's built in. Looks like a gym teacher. That's what Guido's gonna look like in like ten years. Facts. Shouts <laughs> to Matt Guido. It's definitely gonna you know <laughs> you have some Mike McCarthy in your future. But come on, man. Like, <sighs> yo, there's no hope. There's no hope. Knowing that he's coming back, Claw, there's no hope for next season. I don't even care. I don't even care. I don't care who they get in the offseason. I'm hearing that Derrick Henry might be available. He wants a Super Bowl chance or whatever it is. I don't even care. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. It don't matter. It don't matter who we get. Because if Dak Prescott is still the quarterback, we ain't going nowhere. Bro, here's the shit, though. And this is like, I'm not being, this is not hate. This is really a fact. You guys are in a shit division, right? Right. And it's very easy to be 12 and 5 in that division. Yeah, you just you just beat up on the Giants and the and, and the Commanders. Yeah, four times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then the fraud ass Eagles. So at the end of the day, it's not hard to like really be 12 and 5. So that is like it looks good, and maybe that's what keeps them around. But realistically, once you step out of that division, it's it gets almost, real. That's like being, oh, I'm a tough guy in suburbia. 
Yeah. You th- now you're tough guy on your block, and then you go to somebody else's block who's like who's legit jit and fully legit. This is like you know what I'm saying, like semi legit, like and still, you know what I'm saying? It's it's just a whole nother thing. So I don't know, dog. Listen, you set yourself up for failure being a fan of the Cowboys, and I just want you to know that. The 90s are over, bro. They're not coming back. If, Zach, I was, Chris, if, I, if I was Mike McCarthy, my speech would go something like this. Why should I come back? Because I believe in this franchise. They believe in me. And it's about time that somebody be honest and candid about what's going on here we suck the defense sucks our players talk too much or they think too highly of themselves it's time for us to eat a little humble pie and get back to what we need to do break it down get back to the fucking basics and realize that nobody's gonna roll over for the fucking dallas cowboys we need to start punching people in the face every time we get punched in the face we just crawl down we, we just crawl up in a ball we're the bullies on the block. If we get punched, we don't fight back. We need to start punching people first and start standing up. Start getting into fights. Where's the toughness on this team? I got to find me some dogs. I got to find me some guys that want to fight and that want to battle in the trenches. What we have right now, we ain't got it, but I'm going to find it. Damn sure I'm going to find it. Whoever's there, whoever wants to talk about this, we got podcasts and this. Oh, it's about time we start playing. And I'm not going to rest until we get a damn Super Bowl and get it here in Dallas and walk the fuck out. That's what I would do. That's inspiring. And now what the hell I just heard from fucking Mike, Mike McCarthy, boring-ass coach. Listen, I, that was a good take. I think if you do it over and make it more believable, then you guys have a shot because – even still, it's not happening, bro. He don't got it. He ain't it. It. Ain't. I know he ain't it. I understand that. I want somebody else. He's yours. I want somebody else. He's yours again. <sighs> Gotta love it. Moving on. Moving on. Um. You want to talk about the divisional playoffs? I mean, I don't see why not. I mean, listen, there's a lot of surprises last week. Actually, I don't want to talk about the divisional playoffs yet. Okay. This is the topic that I'd like to discuss real quick. Did you hear about RG3 and Jay Gruden? I have not, actually. So, Jay Gruden, obviously, is his ex-coach, um... When he was on the Washington football team, commanders, rescue, whatever the hell you want to call them. And um, Jay Gruen had tweeted, oh, man, you know what the Eagles are doing to to Jalen Hurts, man. You know, if I if I was a, a, you know, a a coach that had a guy like that, man, like, you know, I I would I would try to figure it out and and, and see how it is. And if I ever had a player like that, that I I mishandled, you know, I apologize or some shit like that. Right. I'm paraphrasing, paraphrasing. RG3, when they didn't have a really good relationship, he was like, wasn't you the one that told me that you don't know how to deal with quarterbacks that run and throw? Oh. So you really had no fucking idea how to use me when I was in Washington? 
Hence why I got hurt. Oof. So they've been going back and forth. This has been going on for years. It's, this is we talking about bad blood from day one. And it's like, what is your opinion on that? Because I'll say mine and then I, I'd love to hear from you. Is that RG3, when, I remember when he got drafted. Everybody was talking about luck, but everybody was like, yo, that RG3 kid out of Baylor, he was, he, he was, he was it. Right. And if you compare his rookie season to, to Andrew Luck's season, RG3 was way better his rookie season. He was on his way to be that guy. Was that 06 or 10? I can't even remember. It, it's it's been a while though. It's been a while. But you got Jay Gruden, and it's all it's so crazy that if you get the wrong coach early on in your career, that shit can make or break you, bro. Like, look at fucking Mark Sanchez, right? Uh-huh. Look what happened to him with the Jets. If he would have probably went somewhere that could have been able to develop him, who knows what type of career Mark Sanchez would have had. I'm not saying that he would have been Tom Brady, uh-huh. but the guy wasn't a terrible quarterback. He ended up being bad because there was no development in New York. 100%. As all the quarterbacks here. Yeah, same thing happened to RG3 in Washington. He was good, but there was nobody to truly develop his skills. 100%. They wanted him to be something different. Oh, now you got to be a pocket guy. He's not a fucking pocket passer. Never was. So instead of you trying to bog him down into the system that you create, how about you make a system for your quarterback? Because, man, if you go ahead and, and, and lean into his skills, not only is he going to make some money, but you're going to have success on the, on the other side as well. And Jay Gruden just was too stubborn, or maybe he was just too young to figure it out and not really realize the impact of what he was doing at the time. But RG3 has never forgotten it. He kept receipts. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I can't really fault the man because he could probably still be playing football at this point. Yeah, yeah it was 2012. I looked at it. Bro, that's 12 years ago. Yeah. And the crazy part is, um, you know, it's wild. It's like having a coach that's not, I guess, innovative or not using, I guess, using his player's best skill set you know what i'm saying to like to the best of their ability and making that part of the uh the playbook and the game plan right this is actually terrible because of the fact that you know at that time the only innovative play really was like the wildcat in miami it wasn't much run like outside of the michael vick era and you know what i mean like anything like that like no one was moving like that the way lamar right. does etc so the fact that you didn't pick up on that and didn't play to your you know play to your um players or your star players I guess like benefits you know that just says a lot and no one's gonna admit that of course you know what I mean nobody wants to make it seem like I ruined this kid's career you know what I'm saying this kid that could have been like you said still going like still if not a dominant force had a good solid six years or seven years competing you know what I mean like it could have been do you, think, do you think that it was a lot it was a lot deeper than that I think it was a lot deeper than that for sure I think um, – I don't know what the franchise was at the time, realistically, to – let me see what they were trying to push. But, I mean, when you look at the franchises now and all the stuff that was going on, I can imagine, bro, that franchise was upside down under Snyder. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder if it was just like, you know, something else. You know what I mean, he looking at him like, ah, you're not, you're not my type of quarterback. If you yeah, know what I mean, 
are you not my guy or are you just a you know we took you we didn't utilize you i mean it's a lot because he he did he did like kirk cousins more than he liked um more than he it, liked rg3 but even that it's like it's a lot you know what i'm saying it goes to show you like the belief in him and what could have been is always going to be out there but what happened is going to be out there as well yeah, that shit was that shit was foul. I mean, I wasn't the biggest RG three fan, but I just think he was poorly utilized in Washington, man. And also, too, I think a lot of a lot of his downfall was his his doing as well, right? Like, I think he he was really really feeling himself. Thought he was the guy. He was the man. You remember? Remember when he had that fucking that that commercial, or that there was some training thing where he was coming back and all. Like, bro, like, what are you what are you doing, son? What right. are you doing? You know what I mean? Sit your ass down. Facts. And then he was gallivanting around town with his white woman. <laughs> gallivanting around town made people upset when he when they saw his white woman. They, they were mad. They were mad. A lot of a lot of people were mad at him. Jay Gruden, everybody. Mad. Was a plan by the rules, bro. You know what I mean? So, you know. Moving on. Moving on. I want to save the divisional stuff. Uh, for the you know, before we start going into something else, um, Bill Belichick to the Falcons heating up. Okay, I'm so fucking jealous, yo. Not gonna lie to you, dude. Like, I'm big bad. Yo, so they gonna fuck around and get Bill Belichick? They have a young team. They got talent over there. All they need is a quarterback, bro. They got Kyle Pitts. They got Bijan Robinson, Drake London. They got some decent pieces on defense. Algier is the backup running back. Yo, they got pieces over there, bro. Hold on. Here's, here's the striker right here, though. Give me one second. Falcons draft 2024. Let's see. Yeah, what pick do they have? <laughs> they got that number eight. <laughs> oh, see, Bill Belichick know what he's doing, bro. You know, yep. what yeah. So I, I listen. I can see them going for a quarterback. I, at this point, they may have to, but, but there is some, there is some rumor out there, and I want to put a name out there that I possibly think could be on the move to join Bill Belichick if he decides to sign with the Falcons. Who's that? Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I'm mad at it. I'm mad at it. I think Kirk Cousins in Atlanta, and I'm hearing Josh McDaniels is gonna tuck tail and <laughs> and follow his daddy to Atlanta, right, to be the OC. But Kirk Cousins in Atlanta can work. I think for I think for Minnesota, I think it's time for them to move on and go get it, go get a young quarterback, right? Like just kind of start fresh and just build that thing back up. But Kirk Cousins in Atlanta makes sense. It does. I can see it. Listen, I feel like with all the quarterbacks that the ones that are available, the name to hear next year is Kirk Cousins. Right. And the fact that it's because I feel he's one of the most efficient ones. He can stand on his own. Um and you know he's no frills guy. You know what I mean? There's, you know, Trader Joe's makes uh, frosted flakes, but they don't have Tony the Tiger on them. <laughs> <I'm> dumb. 
so, I don't even know what the fuck that means, but that shit was funny. <laughs> that shit was still the same shit. So at the end of the day, he's like, I think I think he can do oh, it. Man. All the quarterbacks that are available, I think he does have a shot. I mean, the other name is Russell Wilson, but, you know, we don't know. That's a risk. You know what I'm saying? That's something that kind of happened already. Yeah. I mean, I see that working over in Steelers, like we said, like last week. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I think Kirk, Kirk can get it done. Although he did have Dalvin Cook for a while, and he also had Jefferson. So, who knows? You know what I'm saying? We got we to gotta see what that looks like. I mean, listen, Kurt is a good quarterback, right? He's not, he's not great. He's not a super elite guy. You know what I'm saying? But he can do the job. Like, when you're talking about a young team and a veteran quarterback can be able to bring that talent together. You understand what I'm saying? Rather than going with a young guy and then trying to figure it out together. But maybe Bill, maybe that's what Bill may want too. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he wants to be the guy to find the next Brady or find the next whoever. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's not, you know, I think both options are fine. But if if I'm if I'm the the you know the Falcons management, I would definitely be, you know, locking in on, on Kirk Cousins, see if I can get him. Now nah, that makes sense. What about a Russell? What about Russell Wilson? You think Russell Wilson and Bill will get along? I don't know. I don't think so. I think I think with Russ, bro, like I said, I like the whole Steelers thing. That would happen. You know what I mean? Like there's assets over there, there's pieces, there's a defense is somewhat decent. Like they got receivers. They got receivers. You know what I mean? Like, but then they're gonna need a leader. And is Russ a leader? You know what I'm no. saying? I don't see him as a leader. Yeah. Like not a leader at all. Fucked up in Denver, bro. Like, no one fucks up anything in Denver. Denver's, like, really a nice place. Like, and you made that shit upside down, and they, they, they got rid of you, which is crazy. Bro, when, yeah, when you got nice people that look at you like, get the fuck out. <laughs> get the hell out of here. Yeah. Get out. Why don't you just go? Like, right. Just right. just leave. Just start Look like walking. a tree and leave. Start walking down the mountain. Because <laughs> you can see the fraud through him, bro. Yo, man, with his tight pants and his Ciara, and bro. thumping a Bible, and you know what I'm saying? It's not then you got Shiara behind him. Like it's just it just looked bad. It looked bad, son. Tagging along future, son. You know what I'm saying? Probably yeah, look bad, got... son. Just come on, son. Look bad. Walk around so, with future. Crazy. You know, I I want to see what's going on with with uh with Bill Belichick, man. Um Carving it up, Bryson says, we better not sign Russ. We need a franchise guy in Pittsburgh. Draft Michael Penix Jr. Phoenix. Yeah, I I, I like that, but you're getting Russ. <laughs> you're getting Russ, okay? That's what's going to happen. You better hope for Phoenix. You, Phoenix, pause. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it, bro, it's, it's, it's going to be one of those things, man, where, I, you know, Russ is going to have his pick of the litter, and Everybody's gonna look at his numbers. Well, this just this twenty twenty three numbers look great. You know, he didn't didn't have double digit interceptions. You, you know, he looked good and blah, blah blah. Yeah, okay. Until you see him in your building and he does some weird shit to piss you off, and then you like, I I want no parts of this motherfucker. That's what it is. Like he he just wears people out with his bullshit. Kind of like kind of like T Tebow when Tebow. <laughs> He was around that. That shit used to piss people off, man. Like, bro, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't. Tebow was like, hey, hey, we're all gonna pray. 
Let's get yeah, let's get down one knee prayer. Right, and he was he was over here banging some chicks in the, in the, in, the, in the broom closet. That's what he was doing. I know Tebow. Okay. Prayer, prayer only gets you but so far. Right. He been doing that shit since college though, so it's different. Yeah. Russ was, you know what I'm saying. But that 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 might have been his end for the for the girls though too. Tebow was probably like, you know, if you just believe in Jesus. And every time he would put his hand lower and lower and lower, and then his hand would be on the girl's butt, and they would be yes, yes, amen, amen. They didn't even realize what was going on I'm not until gonna, you know the, until the geese happens. I'm gonna leave you there on that. <laughs> yourself. I'm not on that one. <laughs> yeah. I, I I didn't say what happened. I'm yeah. just saying. I feel you. I'm just saying. I feel you. Listen, you see what happened with Mark Jackson. They 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 blacklisted him because he was he was trying to he was trying to preach the <laughs> preach the good word in the, in the locker room. Game has changed, bro. Man, man yeah. hasn't had a <laughs> man hasn't had an NBA job since. It's crazy. It's a different narrative. I don't know, man. I don't get it. I don't understand. Moving on though. Um Mike Tomlin back with the Steelers. I love it. Uh, listen, I've been saying oh, it for weeks, yeah. months that people need to start putting respect on fucking Tomlin's name. Like for for people to be like, hey, he needs to be fired, and you know they zero and five in the last five years in the playoffs. So what? So what? Man got you two Super Bowl rings. He takes rubbish to the playoffs every year, every year. Yeah. Now, granted, can he take some of the blame? Hundred percent, right? His staff is never – his staff is not impressive most of the time. Offensive coordinators are very stale, boring. That dude, Matt Canada, was one of the worst coordinators ever. God awful. You know what I'm saying? So he needs to upgrade. And, uh, you know, I heard that they're going to look to hire outside of the organization for OOC, which is good, right? Uh, you know, they, they they may fuck around and go get that boy Clingsbury. What was it, Kingsbury? I heard about that. I heard Chicago yeah. looking at yeah, him. Yeah, he's interviewing with Chicago, so we're going to see. I would love him in Dallas, too, bro. Would you, though? I would. I bro, said. we need innovation. Hey, the offense is boring. This is, they, they got the old school offense. That shit don't work no more. It don't work. I feel you. I don't know, bro. I feel like Dallas, Dallas just needs to blow it up, bro. Yeah, let Trey, Lance, let Trey Lance be the fucking quarterback. I'll take that. Blow it up, bro. I'll take Trey Lance. I would. I hear you. I would. EJ Savage says, what up, what up? What's going on, my brother? You you, you missed the Cowboys rant. Um, But I got more. Trust me. I got more. Um, Where do you think your man Mike Vrabel's going? Because he interviewed with the Chargers. I'm hearing Seahawks. Yo, hearing Seahawks. Both not bad fits. Yo, the Chargers defense was set up to be something. Right. Yo, Bosa and Khalil Mack. Right. Bro, they they were set up to be something. Just the injuries took them over, and they can't close out a game. Is he the guy for that job? I don't know. Like, yo, the Chargers – would be up 41 <laughs> to zip. And then by the f- two minutes left in the fourth, they're down seven. 
can't do it. Yeah, well, they can't close Yo, the door. Bro, I, I still can't get over that fucking playoff game that they lost last year, bro. Bro, it's every time. Every time, I'm like, oh, Chargers winning? Right, yeah. How much time left? Yeah, that's over. They lost. My man, my man, Allen said Vrabel needs not to coach. Come on, man, Vrabel, good coach, man. Don't, don't, don't do that to him. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yo, he, yo, they did I right with Ryan Tannehill as the quarterbacks. <laughs> right. They had they had garbage behind center, and and then they make it to AFC Championship game like a couple seasons back. They did, yeah. And that wasn't even a miracle on whatever. Right. Nashville miracle. Whatever had call you that shit. I think um I think he yo wherever he goes is gonna be a good fit. I think a, a good process longevity wise would be the Seahawks. It's a harder team, it's a harder nose team, I think he can put together over there. Um, whereas the Chargers are looking they wanna win now. Like they got maybe one year left with these contracts. Maybe if they even keep Eckler, I don't know if they will. Keep Allen while he's still good, you know what I'm saying? Keep the quarterback without losing his uh, confidence, because if, if Herbert loses his confidence, it's a wrap. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, Vrabel, in, Vrabel with the Chargers, I like it because the guy has an edge, but here's the problem. He's not an, he's not an offensive-minded coach, right? He's a defensive-minded guy. Are you going to keep Kellen Moore? Because Kellen Moore is dreadful. He's a terrible right. fucking OT. So if you're going to clean house... You're gonna have to get a guy that is innovative, innovative that can be able to build Herbert up. Herbert's already good, but he still needs to take another step to be considered elite in the Joe Burrow categories and, and Pat Mahomes and all them, right? Right. So he needs a, a OC that can be able to get him there, that can be able to unlock all of that potential that he has. And for right now, you know, it, he's kind of stuck in neutral. You know what I'm saying? Like they have all this offense, he's playing well, but they just can't get over the hump because they keep hiring stupid ass head coaches. Bro, and, 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 and then the OCs are not good either. So, and you know what happens when the coach has, I mean, a player has too many coaches, bro. It's never, uh, it's never a good time. Yeah, the results start to show, and the too many, the, the remembering too many systems starts to play out. So, yeah. Yeah. What about um what about Jim Harbaugh? Where does he go? Well, I'm hearing Chargers. I think they've had meetings already, I believe. Um, they've had I meetings. Think- he's also he's also met with the um well, I think he met with the Falcons again too. Oh, okay. Ideally I wanted I wanted Belichick to go to the Chargers. I just feel like they had a they had a little bit more they need. He like like I said, Herbert needs that grooming. He needs that, hey, kid, look, I can show you how to do this, and this is how we can do it. We got to do it my way. And like the word great, you know, Shane Falco says, give me the ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I listen, I, I think Jim Harbaugh, the choice is his. Like, wherever he wants to go. I mean, Michigan got a nice deal for him to go back there. They, they getting a the bag if he go back to Michigan. He's getting a bag. But yo, it, it, it got to make sense too. You don't just go back to the NFL just to go back. You know what I'm saying? Like the LA deal is the deal because of the fact that is the what a big ass market. They're trying to build up the um, you know, the allure of the Chargers games. They got their own stadium now, right? Yeah, yeah. Like they got that's the bag right there. Like they're gonna give them all the publicity, everything he needs. 
feel like that's the only move that really makes sense for him to do. Anything else is like Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta would still give him notoriety because of it's you know it's a college state. But realistically, nah, man, it's it's LA a bus for him. I think. You know what's crazy? We were having this conversation the other day. It's like, yo, does Belichick really want to go to Atlanta? <laughs> Yeah, like, can he get with the culture, bro? Like, yo, son, mad at those dudes. Go look at his rip, his ripped, uh, his rip hoodies. Like, like the new fashion. They, he, yeah. he gonna get hit on. <laughs> yeah, he can't, he can't wear those midriffs out there. He gonna get hit on crazy in Atlanta. <laughs> those midriffs, nah, bro. Y'all ain't about to, y'all ain't about to miss the C. Belichick. Call me almond. <laughs> yeah, call me almond. You know what I mean? Like they, they gonna be, they gonna be all bill, bro. But then um, he, he's like that. He's like that guy that went to uh, who's the white guy that went to like Wakanda. Remember? He was yeah. to <laughs> the agent. Yeah. As soon as he gets off like the plane at the terminal at Delta, he's gonna be like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, they gonna be they gonna be too. They gonna be all on Bill, son. Yeah. Kev asked a question. Shouts to Kev. He said, "Where do you think Pete Carroll is going?" Going to the Nike store and get another pair of Monarchs because <laughs> he's a legend. Yeah, I think I think Pete is gonna wait. I mean, listen, he can still coach, right? But I, I don't think that there's a there's a demand for Pete right now. Maybe there's not a, a a real passion for him to coach anywhere outside of Seattle. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know he still wants to coach, but it's like, where is he gonna go at this point? Where's he gonna go at this point? Like, what team is like built for him to be able to kind of implement his system? He's 72 years old, right? How much time does Pete Carroll have? He's a very young, spry 72, but we got to be realistic here. You know what I'm saying? So, and uh, EJ said that, yes, they share the stadium with the Rams. So they they have a dual stadium, uh, you know, relationship just like the Jets and the Giants. Um, Yo, Pete Carroll at the Chargers. I'm not mad at that either. Nah. I'm not mad at it. Nah. I'm not mad at it, man. Yeah. Anything. I- Anything is an upgrade, except for Vrabel, respectfully. Anything is an upgrade for what they had. Yeah, in fact, Alan, Alan said they gave him the retirement package and sent, sent him to the basement with the fucking stapler. <laughs> That's what he said to him. That's what he said to him. He's stapler. He's stapler. He said, did you fire him? No, we fixed the glitch. <laughs> That's that's what we did. He's just not going to get paid anymore. Right? <laughs> Yo, why they do my man Pete like that, man? Come on, bro. He missed the playoffs one time, and they go ahead and do that to Pete, bro. That, that was foul. That's Yo, foul, son. Talking about he was throwing dimes. Like, when he was warming up with his team, he was on field practicing with his guys. Didn't even crease his monarchs. Throwing bombs, and y'all going to let him go? I think it was too much for them. I think that's what it was. I think he was getting too much stock, and they were like, nah, nah, nah. Here's a... Here's a pipe dream for you. Go. Pete Carroll back to the Jets. I swear to God, I cry my- <laughs> But where does he fit? Where where is he gonna go? What do you mean, bro? That is that's not a that's bad team. fit. That's not a bad fit, bro. Him and Aaron Rodgers got a quarterback already. That that's all right, man. And, and where's Salah going? Salah getting the fuck out of here after me. <laughs> Salah's Sala going to be on the first thing smoking out of town. Yeah, that shit ain't happening. I wish. 
I thought Belichick would have made it right and said, you know what, guys? I'm sorry. Belichick he hates the Jets. He'd never go back he there. He would took him, son. He'd never go back there, son. He hated Parcells. That's what he hated. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he definitely he, it was something, bro. He was just like, yo, son, you ain't you ain't gonna you ain't gonna give me this fucking job. You crazy? I don't want to be here. I quit 12 hours in. It's just... at, at some point, at some point, will you ever will you ever forgive Bill Belichick? If he ever came back. So if he came back, you would forgive him. I forgive fucking Revis for winning a Super Bowl over there. Revis was your guy, though. He Come on now. like That's all right. There's nothing wrong with that. Damn, damn, my cousin. And you gotta remember, it wasn't Revis's fault. It was the fucking what, what's the what's the idiot GM that you had? Isdick. Isdick did it. I thought it was Tannenbaum. Nah, it was Isdick. Oh uh, yeah. Well then, Isdick. Yeah, come on. I'm not even surprised with that guy. This Dick. Like that. That's who did it. This Dick. He single handedly ruined the Jazz. Awful, son. Up until now, it's his fault. Allen says, Salah got to go because if you can keep Zach Wilson. In for that long, there is no. <laughs> you know what? I've been saying it all year, Alan. The fact that you got this rubbish quarterback throwing his ass out there week to week, and you talking about he got the he gives us the best chance to win. You you didn't see what Flacco was doing with the Dan Browns? Yeah, he had a terrible playoff game, but he's got him there. He got him there. I want to hear that, Zach Wilson. Alan, he's gonna be. Man's gonna be bagging like, groceries next year. Nah, you're gonna be slinging, slinging pipe on old ladies like you always do. Yeah. You're not gonna be slinging it in the NFL. You're gonna be slinging it on Cougars. Like, like remember that movie Lover Boy? <laughs> Delivering pizzas. That's what you're gonna be doing. Delivering fucking pizzas. Mystic pizza. Yep. Delivering fucking pizzas. That's that's gonna be his job. Rubbish. It's terrible. It's fucking terrible. Got most of the wins this season, bro. No, what does that mean? Hey, it means something. How many wins y'all got? Four? Five, I think. Jesus Christ. No, seven and nine or something like that. I don't <laughs> believe that. They were no damn good or not. We went seven and nine. We'll do that. My man, my man who, who stepped in and has some has some has some play? What was that other quarterback? Yo, they did him foul, son. What, what was his name? Uh, Dude that came from Green Bay. What was his name again? Oh, oh man. Not gonna work, not gonna work here anymore. I'll tell you that much. Uh, you got out of there, bro. Like, you never have been. Boyle, yeah. Well, no, like, it wasn't Boyle. Any game, oh my god, it wasn't Boyle. Somebody, somebody, tell look it up for me. Who was the who was the Jets' backup quarterback until they um until they cut his ass? I can't remember who it was. Oh, it, it was Tim Boyle. You're right. Yeah, yeah Tim Boyle. Jets went seven and ten. Seven and ten. Yeah, Trevor Simeon. So they had Simeon. They had Boyle. They had uh, why didn't bring your man back, Strebler? That was your man. They should have did that. I think he got hurt though at the top of the season. That's where we nah, got Strebler. Strebler is working at Home Depot. That's where he got. Uh, I saw him. I saw him throwing. <laughs> Strebler's garbage. It was not garbage. garbage. You know who's garbage? What? Dak. Yes, that, that we're not disputing that. You're trying to dispute what I'm saying. I'm not. Just, I'm. A, I'm. I'm in agreement with you, bro. I'm just rubbish. Letting, I'm just letting you know that you got to go back in that freezer where you just were at and cool yourself off. 
listen, I, I want a new quarterback. That's what I want, but I know I, I'm not going to get it. So, misery loves company. Hey, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Let's go ahead and look at these divisional playoffs, though. Let's see what we got, bro. We have the Saturday game, and then we have the Sunday game. So, the first game that we have on deck is the Texans and Ravens. C.J. Stroud lit up the Browns. What is your prediction for this particular matchup? Like, obviously, the 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 Ravens are heavy point favorites, right? Let me see exactly what the actual spread is. So they're minus nine and a half, minus nine and a half at home. What do you, what are your thoughts on this game? You think it's gonna be a, a easy game? You think it's gonna be a competitive game? Because that boy she, uh, C.J. Stroud is no joke. So I think just because they have him, it you know he's gonna give them a chance to at least keep it close. Man, I don't know. Like I didn't see them getting this far in it. To be honest with you, right? But some of me says too, man. It's just like it's two things. It's you know that that week off, it can help you or it can hurt you. You get what I'm saying? And hey, the Ravens. They do. They might be due for a bad game, but I don't want. I, I think it's a lot to put on the CJ. You know what I mean? I don't want to put it on them like that because Paul is like still a rookie. Anything can happen, and he ain't got nobody really to throw it to. But I think he can get it done. <laughs> wow! Hey, look, Kevin. Kevin says the same thing. Texans win a hard fought battle. I think they can do it, which throws this whole shit off. Allen. Allen said. Allen had a good point as well. Ravens ain't play a meaningful game in three weeks. Yep. Also, too, people have to remember this. Lamar Jackson hasn't looked too good in the playoffs, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's had some good teams. He, you know, granted, he's been banged up in a few of them, but he ain't been sharp. So not playing a meaningful game in three weeks and now playing this Texans game, this is like Rocky, right? I remember remember that scene with with, with – with uh, Apollo Creed and his trainer, mm-hmm. and the trainer was like, "This, this is all wrong for us, baby. <laughs> it's all wrong for us, baby. You kept hitting the man, and the man kept coming at you. We don't need this. We don't need this in our life, baby. Let's walk away. Like this is not one of the matchups that the Ravens wanted. You know what I'm saying? That this is tough. This is a tough matchup, man, because." You don't know what to expect out of this, this Houston team. It's kind of like the Packers, right? They're a young team. They're just they're just playing with house money at this point. They're playing with house money. So they're like, we don't give a fuck, man. We got a rookie quarterback, man. He's been balling all year. Like, we can be able to probably catch lightning in the bottle and see what happens. But the fact that the pressure is all on the Ravens, Lamar Jackson has to deliver because he has not delivered in the playoffs. He looked very, very pedestrian in the playoffs in his career. I mean, yo, bro, this is one of those years that if you're the favorite, it does not hold weight like it used to anymore. They taking spots, you know what I'm saying? And yes. I don't know. Shouts like- to shout out to my man Adam Bessie from the Cowboys camp, and he said Lamar needed to keep busy. C.J. Stroud's gonna cook. Man. 
think he definitely mm-hmm. up. And granted, like I said, he, he don't have no names to throw it to. He's throwing in anybody, so there's no real way to watch you know who watch tape on these guys. Like mm-hmm. you get a speedy receiver that's gonna get down there, that's it. He's gonna find them. Like I think we're looking at a good one. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a good game, man. Uh let's move on to the next game. We have the 49ers and the Packers. Packers are on the road against those Niners. What is the spread? I believe the spread is also nine and a half. Um, 49ers also haven't played a meaning a meaning a meaningful game in a while, right? So this one is a little wonky to me because you got two quarterbacks that young guys, right? Both in their first years, pretty much starting full time. There's a lot of expectation for those Niners. But those Packers, that defense is playing right at the right time. And we've seen that if you can be able to get to Brock Purdy and put pressure on him, he becomes a very, very average to to a below average quarterback. We've seen him have some stinkers this year, right? Because the pressure was too much. Can the the Packers be able to put that type of pressure on them and repeat that 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 trend? It's very possible. It's very very possible. The only problem is that Kyle Shanahan is the one calling the offensive plays, and they're not going against Mike McCarthy, right? Right. They're not going against Dan Quinn. So this is gonna be this is gonna be an interesting matchup. I, but I I think this is where the Packers road ends. I think I think San Francisco wins easily. Uh, if you want to give me a score, if I, if you want to hear my score, is probably thirty five seventeen. I don't know, bro. This could this this one's one of those ones. It can go either way for me. Um, granted, like you said, like. You know, Purdy. It's not um, it's not vetted yet. This game yet. Anything, anything he does can go either way. What I am going to say though, I don't, I don't think that Green Bay has that much in the tank to really take these guys out. Like I don't think it's there yet. And right. if it, is, it'll take it'll once again upside down the whole entire league, and we don't even know what we got on our hands right now because if they're doing this right now it's that green bay team's only going to get better yeah i mean listen yeah it, it's one of those things where that's what dallas should have did to them last week said look y'all are y'all a good team young you got a bright future ahead of you but y'all gotta fucking relax today not today and i think i think the san francisco 49ers is gonna they're gonna put them in their place and move on to the NFC Championship game. Agree. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we have probably the 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 most intriguing matchup for me: Lions and Bucks. You're talking about two cast-off quarterbacks with a chance to play in the NFC Championship game. Is this not redemption for both of these guys? No matter who the fuck wins, right? If Jared Goff gets the Detroit. Lions to the NFC Championship game. Do you understand how how crazy that even sounds? 
And the Detroit Lions are in could possibly can be in the NFC Championship game before the fucking Dallas Cowboys get there. And then Baker Mayfield, who has been, you know, alienated in, 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 in Cleveland, been bounced around. People will say that he's washed, he's done, and now, now he looks like he's found a home in Tampa. Because I'm sure that they're going to extend him in the offseason, right? Which sure. they do because he deserves it. But to have these two quarterbacks vying for an NFC championship placement, it's fucking nuts. Jamie Lee Curtis and 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 and, and Baker Mayfield, that's what we're doing. Yeah, bro. I'm mad that they have to play each other right now. You want you wanted it to be a possible, you know, NFC title game? Yeah, like that's a game that man, that is going to be so good. Like they could have just mixed up the order and they didn't have to play each other. They could play the other two teams. Like, cool. Because I it's just you hate to see one of them go. Right. It's so exciting to watch. Like, it's that's awesome. So like I don't know. But I love I just know that I like what the Rams are doing. So <laughs> I meant the Rams, I'm sorry, the Lions. The Lions got it, bro. Uh the energy is different out there. The run game is solid. Wide receivers are lighting it up. And that defense, something else. Yeah, Aiden Hutchinson, he's a problem, man. I I, I like the Lions. I don't I don't hate on I don't hate on the Lions. I think Dan Cap, Dan Campbell is one of the my favorite coaches in the league. You know what I'm saying? He's he's a dude that's just like he knows how to motivate his players. He's not an X and O's guy, but he's a dude that can be able to make you want to run through a fucking wall. You know what I'm saying? And like that's that's what you need. That's the type of coaches that you need in any sport, right? Guys that can be able to get you ready to play a football game. They were ready to play that football game last week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. They was not going to let the Rams beat them. There was a good game, but they were not going to let the Rams beat them. And they showed out. Yeah, they showed out. So it's like, yo, it's it's, it's crazy, man. It is it is definitely an interesting dynamic. But if you had to pick, who are you picking? So you are you picking Lions or are you picking Bucks? I'm going, I'm going Detroit. You're going Lions. Score. I'm gonna go 24 10. Wow, 24 10. So Lions dominate the Bucks at home. So I have a closer game. I have a closer game. 27-24 Lions. Okay, I respect it. Yo, still going to be a good game. Yeah, going to be a great game. Going to be a great game. I can't. I, I really can't wait for that game, man. I think it's good. Didn't check the spread on that, though. Let me see what the spread is. Hold on. Give me a second. The spread on that game is minus six and a half. So they're giving them damn near a touchdown. Um, and then the nightcap, obviously. the big The big game is the Mahomes-Allen part three. How is this going to end? Allen is 0-2 against Mahomes. They're in Buffalo, correct? Or they're in Kansas City? They're in Buffalo. They're in Buffalo. Fans are actually out there shoveling. They're paying For like- $20 an hour. Give me a fucking break. Yo, these niggas ain't shit. They ain't shit. $20 an hour, bro? For that, did you see what the fucking stadium looked like? Oh, yeah. You going to be out there all night? All night long. So, 
I've been throwing darts at Sean McDermott and the Buffalo Bills all year, you know, in regards to, I, I think, that, but I also said early on that they were my favorites to go, to get out of the AFC East, right? Problem is that, you know, this team has been together for so long that I think their window was closing. Running game started to play well. The defense started to pick it up. Josh Allen started to play real good. And here we are. They're right here about to possibly play in, in Josh Allen's second AFC championship game, right? But what do you think is going to hold them back from getting there? Here's, here's my take. I think right now it's in Josh Allen's head. Right. Y'all have never beat this motherfucker in the big game. Can I be able to do it? Can I do what Jim Kelly did before me, right? And get my team to the precipice of winning a championship. This is a a turnover-prone quarterback who in the, the brightest spots can play like Ben Roethlisberger and be the most dynamic quarterback you've ever seen, and then two seconds later, he can look like fucking Dak Prescott. It's true. So what Josh Allen is going to show up? Now, granted, the the atmosphere and the the temperature and all this stuff, you know, just the whole scene is going to favor the Bills, but Chiefs are ready for that too, right? So I'm interested to see it, man. Like, Rice has emerged as a wide receiver one for the chiefs like they found their guy or she right like that that boy that boy nice he nice and fucking um you know can we see if kelsey can be able to step up ever since ever since uh, taylor swift got in his life he yo, he ain't been the same bro he ain't been the same but getting that pfizer money bro he's checked out he's smashing too much you already know what it is bro you can't be smashing on game day you can't do that yeah yeah we saw that we saw that picture some weeks back where her knees was all scraped up. We're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Putting in that work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Man ain't worried about no football right now. He he he's contemplating retirement. Like I'm, I'm trying to dig this out all day. I'll get back to football. I want to hang out with my brother. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, it's he ain't been the same. So if if the old Kelsey don't come back, I ain't gonna lie, man. I think the Chiefs might be going home. There's just something that tells me that the Chiefs might be going home, bro. But then again, like you can't bet against Mahomes, right? That's the fucked up part. You can't bet against Mahomes. It don't matter what he got out there, bro. He's gonna find himself in the AFC championship again. So what what's your what's your thoughts on that? What do you take? I mean, listen. The third time's the charm is one thing that keeps playing over in my head. Mm. If he's gonna, if he's gonna ever escape and get to the next level, there's only one man you got to do that through, and that's Mahomes. You got to stop Mahomes. him. Facts. And at that point, I mean, granted, depending on who wins between um, the Ravens as well as the the Texans, I feel like that kind of shape up. You know what I mean? The 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 Super Bowl really. It's a path. It's a certain path that somebody can't make it in order for them to make it, basically. But they have to beat Mahomes. Like, that's it. That team has to come together one more time. 
And I don't know if they got to save some energy from shoveling all night or something, but they, they got to do it if they're going to be that team because that's what's stopping them. That's why they're not a great team yet. They haven't beaten Mahomes. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like uh, <clears throat> Peyton Manning and Brady, right? Like Peyton Manning would always lose to Brady, whether it be in the divisional round or, AFC, or the AFC championship, right? And then that that one year, he got Brady ass. You know what I'm saying? Got to the Super Bowl and they won the Super Bowl. So this is is this is kind of like the same dynamic. Obviously, you know, you're not talking about two Hall of Fame top five quarterbacks going at it, but you're going at, you know, one guy's super elite and the other guy's pretty damn good, right? right. So yeah, we may end up having another classic on our hands because remember the last time they played, man, that – that was one of the best football games I've ever seen. It was high scoring. We had OT. It was it was touchdown for touchdown. That that shit was fire. Uh definitely was. You know what I'm saying? So we can be able to get something like that again. And man, but uh, if you if you got to make me choose, I like what Kev said here. He said 21 to 24 Chiefs. I like that. I'm going to flip it, though. 24-21 Bills. I got Josh Mahomes, uh, excuse me, Josh, Josh Allen winning this game. They end up exercising the demons, get to the AFC Championship game. Because I, I just think for, for some reason, the Chiefs are going to have some big drops. I don't know when somebody's going to drop the ball, and, and, and it's not going to be good. It's been like that all season, bro. It's like. Wasn't like that last week. I feel you, and I feel you, but I don't feel like that lasts forever. You know what I'm saying? But if they get sent home, like I said, man, it's it's, it's going to upside down the whole shit. Yeah. And I mean, I, listen, my, my, my favorites are still in, so, you know, I'm still I'm still looking pretty for my Super Bowl pick. You got no favorites. Your Cowboys, that is. Uh, hey, shut up. Shut up. Relax. Relax. Um, Kelsey... Yeah, Kelsey has some big drops last week. Yeah, he's just—he's not the same guy, man. I think, I think his best years are are behind him. You know what I'm saying? Best years are behind him. Bold prediction: Kelsey makes game-winning drop. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. It's gonna fuck around and be like that slow motion shit. Remember, remember the sitcoms back in the day where the guy would throw the ball. And the dude is running, and then he extends his hand, and he ends up hitting the fucking pylon or something, and the ball just continues to roll. And That's what it's going to be. Real time. Yeah. That's funny. That's what's going to happen. He's going to be wide the fuck open, turns the wrong way, drops the ball, and the fucking Chiefs lose. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. That's good theatrics, actually. I like it. Yeah, that's pretty good. It is. Yeah, I know. I, I know how I know how to paint that picture. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Yeah. WBH Radio. He got Detroit winning the game. Yeah, listen, Detroit. I, I got nothing to say. I got nothing to say about Detroit. You know what I mean? I like the coach. I hope they pull it off. Yeah, I definitely agree. You know what I mean? Uh, what else we got on the docket? What else we have on the docket? Where are we? 
the show. Oh, we are at the midway point. And you know what that means, Quill. Let's do it. You got to be kidding me. I mean, how do you watch that? I mean, yeah, they stink. The relevant news of the week. Every week, we always find some interesting stories. What do I have here? Hmm. Sports Illustrated staff notified of mass layoffs following termination of magazine's publishing agreement. Yo, they fired everybody. <laughs> they fired everybody, bro. You know everybody. <laughs> I mean, granted, it's sad. Like people losing their jobs last year. Yeah. Night. That's terrible. But the funny shit is, is like somebody, whoever took over, said, Oh, you know, they don't buy this shit anymore, right? You're all fired. Right. Bro, did you hear the story? Like, they said that they got caught doing some AI publishing articles or some shit like that, bro. It was bad. Damn. So they wasn't even, they wasn't even using any writers no more. Like, hey, hey, Bill, take a vacation. Why, why is an article coming out with my name? <laughs> take a vacation, Bill. We got you. Just leave, leave your computer logged in. Yeah, just leave is the computer on. Good, good, good. Have fun. What are they doing, bro? Yo, no, we're we not going to have no more Sports Illustrated no more. I, I will say this, though. I will say this. If they're not going to have any more Sports Illustrated, I am happy for one reason. One reason only. What's Those that? naked editions of the Sports Illustrated, I didn't like that. Where, where some, of these, some, some of these athletes were naked. Because some of these women, they, they have no cheeks. No yams. No yams. Um, I don't want to see that. Notice, notice how you said the women only, and not the men. Like I didn't want to see. The I, men. I am not. I'm not saying. That. I'm talking about. I was looking for the women. I'm. I'm not looking for nobody else. Let's see. Like it's on the same cover sometimes. So like I didn't want to see it either way. Or well, I don't want to see the women that are shaped like men. But whatever. I mean, listen. Yeah, get that out of here. If that's what they doing nowadays, and then then yes, cancel it. Cancel hey, it. Say this. There's gonna be a lot of traffic on Indeed this weekend. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that, man. A lot going on. A lot more Uber, lot more Uber drivers out there. It's crazy. There'll be a surplus. Make sure, make sure they keep keep they keep the fares <laughs> the same, right? Yeah. We don't want we don't want nothing changing. Nothing yeah. changing. Funny. Concert goer Sue Madonna for starting her NYC show two hours late. Lawsuit states they had to get up early for work the next day. <laughs> Yo, that person needs to go sit down. You want to see a Madonna concert in New York? Bro. Yo, are you shitting me? Yo, how you get mad because you gotta go to work the next day, bro? Like, dude, you chose to go to the fucking concert, even if the concert was an hour, thirty minutes late. You still was gonna be out there listening to the fucking songs and jamming it and grooving, bro. You notice know any real New Yorker knows nothing starts on time in New York. Facts. Like, come on, bro. Madonna was probably in traffic. Like, I'll be there in five minutes. You Dude. ever if you 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 ever heard the stories about Lauren Hill? Yo, she be coming on like four hours later. Love it. She don't care. Art, bro. You paid for the ticket already. Shut bro, up. People, people be mad, and then once she start going into her set, nobody nobody cares about what they was mad about. So just sit there and shut the hell up. Bro, people are miserable, bro. It's, it's these transplants. They're not even from New York, bro. Facts. 
Iowanese and all that shit. No, I, I, I won't tolerate waiting for Madonna. It's not like you you waiting for some bum. It's Madonna. Yo, <laughs> the fact that you you went to go see Madonna perform already shows that you should have. You you're just not used to being out the house past five o'clock. <laughs> Her fan base is not in the club anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's Madonna. She's seventy. Yeah. She has some. She has some silver surfer uniform on. She looked crazy in this in this picture here, though. That shit is wicked. But yeah, I, I love I love Madonna. I couldn't do it though, bro. Who would you Who would you take down, Madonna or 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 uh, Dolly Parton? Um, Madonna bottom half. Madonna or Cher. Madonna bottom half. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Share still. Yeah, it's not it. Share bad. You, you bug it. I feel you. Take share right now. Grand jury. Listen to this one. Grand jury indicts Alec Baldwin on involuntary manslaughter charge for the 2021 fatal shooting of Halina Hutchins. So he about to go down. Yeah, but like how long though? Really, I don't think they're gonna give him the full joint. He got, I think he has to cop out to it for the negligence portion, unless they're mm-hmm. trial. So, so, so you don't think he's gonna get no jail time? I don't think he will. Like, I think he already did something where he's cooperating and he's just doing an apology to clean it up. But I don't think he's gonna do it. That's a sad story, though, man. Like, nah, very sad. Now, granted, was he? If he's being an asshole, like, oh, oh, it's not a real gun. It's not even loaded, right? Uh, Oh shit! That's crazy. First of all, why is your old ass playing with a gun anyway? I mean, I guess it rolls in the movie as part of the movie scene. So, you know what I'm saying? Maybe you know those movie scenes are like, all right, hey, cool, just you know, yeah, get shoot the gun, shoot the gun at 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 the camera. We need that. We need that shot. And next thing you know, bro, it's like, like that. Jeez, man. Then yeah. didn't that happen to what's McCall? What's his name? Uh uh um Bruce Lee's son, Tommy Lee? Uh Jason Lee or something. Jason like Lee, whatever his name was. Yeah, right after that movie came out, right before that movie came out. Yep, same shit happened to him. Shit crazy, bro. Didn't the same thing happen to Bruce Lee too? Nah. I don't think so. Hmm. There's some mystery behind his death. Some mystery behind a lot of them, bro. Somebody probably you know what it is? We, we don't know the story. Maybe somebody washed Bruce Lee up. <laughs> somebody was a wash him up, okay? And and nobody nobody wants to nobody wants to put it out there. Somebody probably washed him up. And they, they don't want to they don't want to sully the legacy. I don't know. I don't know. They already in that shit, bro. <laughs> Did you hear about the TikTok man that was living in the storage unit? Hell no, bro. So man reveals he's been kicked out of his storage unit. He was living in with his girlfriend after TikTok video went viral. So the man was living in a story, bro. He literally had an apartment set up in a storage unit, bro. He was, he was like, yo, I got my own bathroom. He showed a picture of the bathroom. He was like, oh, you, you could be able to do exercises out here. He was doing exercises in the hallway. He was cooking his food on some hot plate. Like, yo, you can stay in here for 24 hours, man. Now, here's my thing. 
There's my thing. And even yo, he even sent a you know, he showed a video of, of inside of the, the storage unit, right? Girlfriend over here sleeping on the couch, a bum ass, right? Like, here's the thing that bothered me about watching it. It wasn't a fact that a lot of people are criticizing this guy for going viral or putting the video out there and trying to like, you know, look like he want money or whatever it is, right? Because he even came out and said, listen, I'm not trying to get any money. I'm just trying to, you know, raise awareness and all that. If you know that you're not supposed to be in there, what are you posting it on TikTok for? Yep. You dumbass. Now your girlfriend going to look at you like, now where we going to go? <laughs> now we going to go. We was in the last place that anybody could be able to find us. You put this stupid ass shit on TikTok. I'm over here sleeping. I'm seeing you with, with, with a phone in your hand. She was probably hot when she woke up seeing him, <laughs> seeing him TikToking. Upset. Blowing it up. Like, nigga, where you from? Like, what are we doing? This is when she knew. <laughs> Fucked up. Right. Nah, bro. That's, that's wild. Like, I don't. It's a whole nother game, bro. That's all I can say about that. Like, dude, it's just, you know, you, you already know he's not getting no buns. Oh, that's no, over. You remember the brick lady? The brick lady. There, there was a there was a girl that said that she was being hit on or whatever it is, and she didn't give the guy no time, and dude ended up hitting her with a brick. Yeah, I do recall this. Yes. Well, it says brick lady on the run after failing to surrender to authorities. Warrant issued for felony by deception theft charge. So she <laughs> brick lady's on the run. She's on yeah, the run with, with a name like brick lady. I mean, come on. <laughs> like, yeah. Nothing to do about it. She's fooled. Brick Lady had a change of heart and decided not to surrender to the Houston police today. Per reporter, Bryce Newberry was on the scene and explained Rhoda was supposed to turn herself in and enlist the help of local Black Panther chapter party to do so. No one has been able to reach Rhoda and she has gone private on social media. Bryce also reports that a warrant has been issued for the theft of deception charge. Yeah, they they starting to catch people with that deception shit, bro. That's all of the game. Yeah, Alice says she in Jamaica. <laughs> That's exactly where she at. She's <laughs> she's somewhere low. I tell you this, she's somewhere not thinking about this shit. Facts, facts. She got her phone off, chilling. She okay. She, she they, they not coming for her, bro. But yo, so people gotta stop lying, man. Like stop lying. Lying dead ass is, is, is gonna get people in jail now. Like, oh, you lied about so okay, cool. You you gotta go down, you gotta take this time. Then maybe if, if people are getting a, a couple of months in jail, maybe they don't end up lying so much, right? That's true. I mean, you don't gotta win. gotta see a lot of people don't know the full extent before it's too late, you know what I'm saying? So that's the main thing, like knowing your repercussions, knowing what they can do to you. If you get a slap on the wrist, you know, it's not going to help you learn your lesson. You know yeah. What I'm, saying? I'm saying like, like you know, the the like the dudes back in the days to lie on they lie on they did when they used to talk about they 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 smashed this chick or they smashed this chick. That's defamation, ain't it? That's a different game. <laughs> that's, that's a whole Yo, bro, we grew up on that. So dude, like, yeah, I, I smashed that. No, you, no, you didn't. No, you did not. 
and you really can't come back from it. Let alone you don't want her to tell you that. If she tells right, you. right. Remember, yo, when dudes used to get caught in that lie, son, that was that was a lie that you could never come back from. So, like, you lost the respect of your homies, you lost the respect of the girl. Like, don't do that. Young guys out there, don't lie on your nuts. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Just be Pause. honest. Yeah, man, you know, came through, Pause. didn't didn't, right. didn't close, huh? Pause. What? I said, don't lie on your nuts. Hey, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. I didn't say lie on somebody else's nuts. I'm just saying, bro. Just don't say it. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to send the message out there for the kids. I, I feel like, Yeah, clean That's it. what I'm saying. I mean, it's... These kids nowadays don't tolerate those that such ass behavior. That is true. They're like, Yo, fam, what you talking about, bro? Yep. Laying on a nuts, bro? Nah. Different. That is my irrelevant. You gotta be kidding me. I mean, how do you watch the? I mean, yeah, they stink. Pascal Siakam to the Indianapolis Pacers. Thoughts? I mean, realistically, I've heard good things. I've heard his name pop up. I'm not too familiarized. Pascal uh, Siakam. He was the uh, the dude on the, on the Raptors. That's your team. No, nah, not for sure. I mean, like I said, I haven't watched any of the Raptors games this season, but I've heard good things. Um, I mean, I just want to know why they're cleaning house. That's the one thing that's just bugging me out. Like, what are they? What are they gearing up for? Bro, they gearing up because they won a championship already. You think they? <laughs> You yeah. think they give a fuck about what goes on right now on this team? What ca- what they care about? What the fans are saying? They got they chip already. They good. You know what I'm saying? Like they, bro, they're good for the next thirty years, and nobody in Canada is gonna complain. No one. I don't even think Canadians do that. They don't Wait. complain, right? They're 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 nice people. You know what I'm saying? They just like, oh man, you re- you remember? Uh, hey, when uh we won that championship. Quiet, yeah, it's good. Like that's all they're gonna do, bro. They're just gonna reminisce on when Kwai beat the Warriors. They don't right. care about what's going on here. Yeah, exactly. Allen said it right. They have to build through the draft. They're not getting no damn superstars there. RJ Barrett's no superstar. The Knicks yeah. got rid of him. They couldn't wait to get rid of his ass. Found they found somebody to get. Oh yeah, yeah take him. Because it. Who else is going to Raptors? Who else is going to say, you know what? I want to be a Raptor. Ain't nobody saying that. They traded Bruce Brown. They traded, uh, what's the, what's the kid named? Nawawa. Um, three first round picks. So, you know, they they, they made, a, I think the Pacers made a good pick. So if I'm going to give a good trade, I'm going to give them a, a, I give them a B minus. Because I think Siakam, Halliburton, you have um, Miles Turner. They have a good young core over there, and they're they're one of the most dynamic and fun teams out there, man. So, you know, I I don't think that Pascal Siakam makes like a like a huge difference in regards to turning them into a mid team to a, like a real legit contender. But he's a good piece to be able to build with, right? He's a veteran guy that can be able to kind of teach these young guys the ropes because he's been there already he's been in the finals he's won a championship so you know it's a it's a good guy to have in the locker room to be able to kind of progress these dudes along you know what i'm saying i agree i mean listen i've heard like i said i heard good things i can see it turning out 
I just like, I mean, I like what, the, like, well, you said the Pacers, right? Yeah. I like what the Pacers are doing. They're rebuilding. Right. Um, you know, I feel like their path is a little harder coming out of the, the East, only because everybody has to get through the um, the Bucks. But same time, I mean, listen, I love, love to see these teams make these moves now rather when it's too late and they try to make a push. Facts. The so. second tier moves, they're, they're, they know what they're trying to offset. So I think, I think it'd be a good one. Big facts, big facts. Let me see. I think one of these dudes probably wanted to come in here. Hold on, hold on, man. Go ahead and send it to him. Yeah, so I sent it to remember Navarro Allen, coach of the the high school team. Yes, sir. Shout out to Navarro Allen. Now I don't know if he's gonna be available to jump in here, but um, if he does. You know, I came him up and we can have a little conversation. But uh, moving on to a story that I saw about Kyrie Irving and LeBron James. And it was a rumor or a report that said that Kyrie Irving did indeed want to reunite with LeBron James, whether it was going to be with the Lakers or convincing LeBron to go to the Dallas Mavericks. Um, I remember when this was happening and the rumors were starting to swirl and oh, is is, is are the Lakers gonna make this move and or what are they gonna do and all this indecisiveness? And I said that if the Lakers lose to the Nuggets, they need to press the nuclear button and go get Kyrie Irving. Sheesh. And they lost to the Nuggets, and I said they need to go get Kyrie. Irving. The Dallas Mavericks knew that Kyrie wanted to be a Laker. Everybody knew. He was meeting with Phil Handy. Him and Phil Handy are pretty tight, cool dudes, right? And he was at the games in L.A. He has a house out there. He spends a lot of time in L.A. So it's like it makes sense. Braun was warming up to it. Management was like, ah. We don't really know, man. We've seen the history of him going certain places and it don't work out. But Braun's telling him, look, I understand none of that stuff worked out. I can work with him. I want a championship with this dude. So if anybody can be able to keep him in line, I got it. And I was warming up to it too. I was like, hey, do it. Because what I saw from D'Lo in the damn Western Conference Finals, I didn't want to see it no more. They didn't want to see it no more. Right? Did not want to see it no more. Respect it. Darvin Ham, we already know how I feel about him. Idiot. Shouldn't be coaching the team. Anthony Davis was hot and cold in that, in that series. Jokic was cooking his ass in that series. So me, I'm like, all right, if I know that these guys have a ceiling, there's a, there's a cap. I go just go get me a superstar. Go get me a dude that I know is gonna get automatic buckets. I know exactly what I'm gonna get out of this man, and we can be able to compete in the Western Conference. Easier said than done. They went ahead and did a little round. They decided not to do it, and Dallas gave him the three-year deal. The max. And the rest is history. But it's like, what could have been? What could have been? Kyrie on the Lakers, Braun, AD. Austin Reeves. It would have been great. 
Instead, we got fucking D'Lo and the dude from the Heat. He ain't play a game yet. Yo, that's shots. <laughs> Rubbish. Shots. Man came here, took the bag. All of a sudden, yeah, my knee hurt. Can't play. Usually happens. That happens to the Knicks. It don't happen to us. I'm going to need you to back off. Come on, man. I, I just don't understand what they need to do to, to, to get consistent. They played the last two games pretty good. But um, they got to make a trade, man. Like I, I don't care if D'Lo averages 35 for the next 15 games and they go 14-1. and one. They need to get him out of here. I mean, I agree. I can't even deny it, bro. Yeah, see? Allen said it too. I'm fighting Gabe Vincent on site if I see him. Yes. On site. Man is a man is a crook like Ben. Man is a crook like Ben Simmons. Come on now. So yeah, definitely got it. There's rumor out there that DeJounte Murray, he's the point guard, plays with Trey Young in, in Atlanta, is on the move. There's plenty of teams that want him. Milwaukee Bucks want him. Knicks want him. Um, Lakers are in it. There's The Nets are in it. There's a lot of teams that are vying for this kid because he's a good defender, decent passer, um, has worked himself into being a you know, average shooter. He's not a knock. He's not a lights out guy, but he can score. Guys, guy can be able to give you 17, six rebounds, six assists, two steals. He, he's that type of guy. And his contract is the most interesting part of this entire dynamic. I think he's making like 18 and a half million right now, but his new extension kicks in after the season and he's only going to be making like 27 million dollars for the first year and then it goes up a little bit a little bit for the next four so he has a team friendly contract for the next four and a half years you gotta get this guy because you can be able to put yourself in a good position not only is he a young point guard but his contract is good he's a good defender you can be able to add to this team and you can also build for the future post lebron right they got to do this move. I don't care who they have to include. The package right now, I think the Lakers offered them D'Lo, uh, Hood Shafino, three first-round picks, or it's two first-round picks and a second or something like that. So, you know, they said that the talks have stalled right now and they're going to probably reconvene at the deadline. But they got to make this move, man. They have got to make this move. This is not a team... That can stay packed or what they at. Like, you know, the guys are just not, they're not matching their potential. They're not meeting the expectations of what their contracts are. D Lo got a one one plus one. So you already know that he he got to get the fuck out of there, right? Because we we all know that he's not picking up that option. So right. they have to find ways to be able to get from under that contract, get somebody who can be able to be a primary ball handler and make something happen. Austin Reeves is good. But DeJounte Murray with an Austin Reeves would be a great combination. And then if you can get Mr. Criminal Gabe Vincent back at any point, uh, you know, before the playoffs or even in the playoffs, that would be an added bonus as well because he's a very good player. 
He just hasn't been able to be available for us this year. So I agree. Yeah, I agree. What's going on with your Knicks, man? Man, I'm not watching any games. That's my secret. I'm not doing it. I'm letting it keep going. I keep watching the, the like the little ticker tape pop up and say, hey, Knicks beat such and such. I think they beat what the Wizards today. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take it. I don't want to see it. I don't watch it. I don't want to jinx them. Yeah, Jalen Brunson went off, too. Bro, let them do what they do. I can't do it. I, I got to watch from afar. Because the minute I watch, I know it's going to happen. You're a fucking jinx. That's it. I know what I am. I accept it. Especially yeah. when I'm Fucking Let's see. We have a question here. WBH Radio. Why are they able to win the in-season tournament yet not in playoff picture? Great question. The reason for that is just blind luck. <laughs> That's all it is. I mean, like, you know, you got guys that were healthy at that point. They were playing good basketball. They were locked in. Guys were hitting timely shots. You had um, Torian Prince, he was knocking down threes. You had guys hitting threes. But now they have not been hitting their threes consistently. Over that stretch that they went 5-11 and 11 or some shit like that, they just weren't making any shots. And then Darvin Ham is over here racking his brain like an idiot looking at an SAT test, right? He, he, he didn't know what the hell was going on in regards to what lineups to, 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 to choose. Then he went back to the original lineup to start the season. Like, bro, what is wrong with you? Just, just stick with that lineup. It's your starting lineup. Why is Austin Reeves on the bench? It should be Reeves, Braun, D'Lo, Vando, and AD. Or if you don't want to put D'Lo in there, Reeves, Braun, Hachimura, AD, Vando. Give me that. Give me that. Idiot ass coach, man. That's why they're not gonna win. They just dumb. So Allen's saying that D'Lo cooking tonight. Yeah, let he's he's on a heater right now. So let him keep going. Let him keep going. Build up his trade value. Let him go. Get him fifty. So more teams can come calling. Knicks are playing great. Miss Quigley though. I hate McBride. Listen, your Knicks are winning. OG Ananubi has been a great addition to the team. Shut up and be happy. Quigley. Quigley is no difference maker. Quigley. The hell out of here with that. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I had some news to break about the Golden State Warriors. I, I... I said last week that as a Laker fan, I despise the Warriors. I do. I hate them. But I'm starting to feel sorry for them, Chloe. In what regard? They look horrible. Yeah. And granted, the young guys are not playing well. They're not getting the minutes that they need to develop. Steve Kerr is grasping at straws. Clay Thompson looks like a shell of himself. Draymond Green doesn't look like he can play basketball anymore anyway either. And he probably doesn't even want to play basketball. Um, Steph Curry is trying to hold it together. He's the only constant, right? Fans are still there supporting the team. But I was trying to tell people that 
I saw this coming in the summer. Right. Saw it. Nobody wanted to listen. But when you have Black Cat Paul on your team, this is what's going to happen. I mean, bro. Insurance rates were skyrocketing when um, Chris Paul was at State Farm because the amount of bad luck he is. So <laughs> I'm not surprised. Bro. I, yeah, I keep it real with you. With this team, though, it's like I feel bad for Steph more than anybody because, yeah, okay, cool. He's still trying to cook, whatever. But, bro, they got you forever. He's going to end up like Kobe Bryant in his last days with the Lakers. Exactly. Like, he is going to – Really sit there and just be like, "Damn, I can't get I, I can't get up because they'll never have a star like that again, bro." Yeah, he's gonna be the lion at the zoo. Oh, look at the lion! It's so nice. Look at him! Look at him! That shit hasn't drank water in four days. <laughs> you come next to that cage is the rat for you, right? Like, that's what else do they got? They have nothing. Kaminga's rubbish. Moody rubbish. Looney rubbish. It's just a bad team. They've never developed anybody, right? Because they were in championship mode, whatever. But now you see the 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 rubble and the 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 ramifications and the consequences of just going all in to win championships all the time, right? You have the success, granted, yes. But when you see what's left, it's going to be a very very precipitous drop. Yeah, no, the, the there's no system being built. Like at least with when the Spurs had their situation, they had a next guy up, they had another guy up. It was a it was a rotation. And even the Spurs had to rebuild. All right. True. They're they're in rebuild right now with Victor Wimbayama. True. They've been in rebuild for the last six years. True. Yeah, I don't know, bro. Yeah. Allen Allen said it right. They missed on all their draft picks. All the guys, Wiseman, Kaminga, Moody. This was supposed to be the, the next generation of great Golden State players that they were going to develop slowly, bring them along, and then when the old guard is ready to go off, then they're going to be able to bring these guys up, right? That was the plan. And Wiseman just fizzled out. He was never, he never ended up being a, a, a great player for them. They right. traded him off. Moody is just very inconsistent. Kaminga whines all the time that he's not getting enough playing time, and he might be right. He needs to play more, right? So it's it, it's tough, man. It's tough. And people like you, you you a closet Warriors fan. Uh, I'm watching you. Listen, why don't you just back off? Splash Brothers, you. Listen, I was I was a clay. Does it hurt you? Does it pain you to watch them now? Um, no, because. It's it's true, like what you said. Like they didn't develop this team. It was just go mode, go mode. All right, hey, we need to go. We need to do this. We need to do this. Like, and they never ever built a culture, built a foundation. It was, hey, Steph. Oh, it was basically give the ball to Will. I was a right. You know what I'm saying, and that's all they did there to do. And the pieces around that were doing something aren't. So now it's like, it's it's over, bro. Granted, Steph is going to retire there for sure because they're not letting him out of his sight or out of their sight. You can't leave. <laughs> yeah, I just, let you. I was like, no, <laughs> no. 
WBH Radio says they had a next guy up. Draymond snuffed him. Absolutely not. Jordan Poole was never the answer. He was rubbish at Michigan. Rubbish as a rookie. He had one good year. They paid him for that. And then they paid for that. So you can't pay guys off of one year. You got to make sure that they give you more consistency, uh, more consistency out of them than that, than that one season. Because once he got the bag, he just didn't care anymore. He thought he was the man. Uh-huh. But he was a man. He thought he was just he was on par with Steph and Clay. So you got you got to know who you who you paying, and he wasn't the guy. He definitely wasn't the guy. Mike Picasso in the building talking about Knicks. Don't nobody care about no Knicks, man. Unless we talking about Julius Randle, because Julius Randle is better than Patrick Ewing. The numbers say it. <laughs> the numbers say it. The numbers say it. You know what I'm saying? Anybody want to dispute that? Pull the numbers up. Pull the numbers up. What do you think about that, Chloe? I love it. You Are you a Julius Randle fan? Absolutely not. But, hey, as long as we're winning, bro. <laughs> That's what I Yo, what if you see the Knicks in the, the, the conference finals this year? I won't watch it. You won't okay. So you you're just gonna continue with the with the trend. If yep. they continue to be successful, you're just not gonna watch it. I'll be a fan from afar, bro. And I'll be grateful. And then hey, if they win, I'll go to the ticket tape parade. What if your son said that he wants to go to the game? Uh, I'm gonna tell him to back off. <laughs> All right, so. cool out, little nigga. Yeah, <laughs> you ain't going nowhere. A little something more important is going on right there. Hello, man. I'm gonna need you to sit down. Take it easy. Shit, crazy. Ah, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's good times. Good times. <laughs> I just see that. Dallas Cowboys smirk your face. It's just not going nowhere. Yo, the, you see the misery, right? I just, yeah. it's just, it's just there, bro. So Dak Prescott is the James Harden of the NFL. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, the man cooks in the regular season, looks like an MVP every year, right? Goes into the playoffs and looks like dog shit. First game. First game. But it only shows you that the Cowboys are just a product of their division. Oh, man. I hate. I just Shit. want all of them gone, bro. I just want all of them gone. I really do. Basura, bro. Yo, WBH Raiders do a shot. Everybody is better than Patrick Ewan. Listen, you got some Nick fans in the chat. They may just attack you, fam. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, you, you, you talking wild right now. Hey, somebody, somebody, wild. Somebody get his IP. Yeah, we. We'll about, to put, about to get the moderator on. <laughs> about to get the chat moderator on him. What? What? That's crazy. That is wild. Dummy. Yeah. Don't do that. No way. No way. Um, but it is time for the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. Dummy. Yeah. Every week I go around the room and I ask who who's dummy of the week? It's two of us in here. Claw. You have a dummy. I had someone that was definitely having my interest, but then I, it's a it's a it's a slippery slope. Mm. All right, you're not going Kim Kardashian again, are you? No, close though. Because you had Kim for like two straight weeks. 
Yeah, yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. But I am gonna go Kanye, but it's a, it's a partial dummy. So Con- one- Kanye. Yeah. And it's a partial dummy because I haven't yeah, seen. He, he can't. He can't be the dummy though. Did you see his wife out there with the with the? You know, she had the, the. Oh no, he got it. out. This is why I can never get mad. I can't get fully mad at him. You know what I'm saying? Like it's my man. Like, but the teeth, dog. What man, Steve, his teeth messed up? He took his teeth out and got titanium teeth. Like he replaced them. Like he looked like Jaws from. Oh, he looked like Jaws from James Bond. Yeah. Wow! And he, apparently, that junk cost him like eight hundred and fifty k, but I haven't seen it to see what it really looks like and shit like that. So you gotta pull, you gotta pull the the the, the thing up, man. Pull up the picture. I mean, can I share pictures here? I don't know if we can share pictures. Let me see. I, I'll just, I'm, I'm gonna go find it. You see it. it? It, it looked fire, but I just gotta see it and how it's gonna. You know what I mean, like, yeah, but I'm, I'm trying to understand why, 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 why you don't like that. Oh, he definitely he looked like Mike Jones. That shit there crazy. You go. <laughs> it looked like when we put foil on our teeth back in the day. Yo, facts. That is crazy. Yeah, like look at what are you doing? Look fire. I, I gotta... Yo, it do look like it do look like foil on the teeth, son. Yeah. Kanye, what are you doing, bro? It, I don't know. It's a lot too. Like I think I know why he did it and how. He uh, can... let, let let me hear it because you are Mr. Conspiracy, please. <laughs> I don't know if he has a top row, but he definitely doesn't have a bottom row. He never had a bottom row. Nobody really like notices that, but since the accident, those teeth are gone. So all those shit's been veneers for mad years or like dentures or whatever the hell. This has been jello pudding since 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 through the wire. Exactly. Since through the wire, exactly then. Like so the top may may have been real, but the bottoms damn sure definitely weren't. So I mean that's probably why he's swapping them out. Like, hey, pop these in, pop these out. It makes sense. But I don't know. I think that might have been a little reaching ten son. So crazy. You have another one? Nah, hold on. Let me check if I had I had another one of my notes. Stand by, stand by. I got what the fuck is this guy? Got your man, Eric Adams. Come on, relax. Relax. Hey. Hey. <laughs> My man bugging out here, God. What did he do now? Homie is there. He's trying to, I forgot the name of the actual program. He's trying to get all oh, like a, a bill he's trying to pass where basically it would delay the call times and the response times from police. But then still give like the police fund like ten million dollars or extra millions of dollars into overtime. So by doing that, when like I call the cops, God forbid something happens, I have to wait longer for them to get there. Yet cops are still getting OT because of it. It doesn't make sense. It's the most foolish shit in the world. Yo, so- that means that means the man's the main paying dudes being off the clock. You got yo hip. Hip hop made shouts to the man. Yo, yo, that, listen, that, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. Yeah. I got it. You got to check. Is doing right by the city. We got to <laughs> check your books, bro. I got. I need to see how much, how many zeros are on the check. Can you endorse them? <laughs> listen, shouts to Mayor Eric Adams, man. Great yeah. man. You know, yeah. I saw him with the black we man. Got him. What a what a speech. We what got a speech. Him. 
You know what I mean, he said, we're all in this together. If I go down, you go fucking down. <laughs> <laughs> That's got him. Uh, I know where the bones are buried. You tell him, Eric. You tell him. You tell him. You can do whatever the hell you want in the city. You're like David Dinkins out here. Lit. Yeah, do you remember? Ugh, man, a lot of people don't even know who David Dinkins is or what it was like back David then, Dinkins, bro. David Dinkins had New York looking, <laughs> looking like a war zone out here. Bro, that shit was burnt down to the ground, bro. <laughs> Christmas. Uh, let's bring it back there, all right? Let's bring it back there. Bring back Snake Plissken. Let him yeah. come. <laughs> yeah, we about Let to be come back. You right up the block. You know I mean? That's what I'm saying, man. That's what I'm saying. But you leave Eric Adams alone. That's what I'm All right. I got two this week. Run it up. One that's lighthearted and the other one isn't. Go. We're going for the lighthearted one first. May I have the drum roll, please? And the winner for the first dummy of the week. Kansas City fans, okay. they get the dummy. Yeah. Because do you remember the game last week? A game that was negative 22 degrees. The Polar Bowl. The Polar Bowl, right? Yeah. The Chiefs went ahead and won the game decisively. Patrick Mahomes had a good game. You had Rasheed Rice, had good, all that, right? Andy Reid, you know, he, he adds to his legacy. Great. But you had fans in the stands cheering this team on in negative 22-degree weather. Crazy. You're an idiot. I don't love any team that much to put myself out there and damn near kill myself. And guess what? 15 people had to be, <laughs> 15 people had to be hospitalized from that game. You don't say. I mean, yo, casualties of war, bro. Bro, you can't drink nothing because everything is frozen, right? Did you see the fucking video where the where the the guy took the 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 water out of the fridge and it just froze up? Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. You get any food instantly cold? What are you doing? Yo, that's crazy. They could have did better though, I guess. Bro, they can't. Put they listen. They should. They. Anybody that went to that game that looked at that temperature and said, honey, we're pack the kids up. We're going. It's a great experience. Damn. And then daddy doesn't come. <laughs> come on. That's crazy. That's wild. Yeah. Pat, yo, what happened? Yeah, lost the pops. Well, damn, man. My apologies. What happened? Yeah. Kansas City game. Negative 22 degrees. Got him. What? You dying out here for, for football games? Stupid. I mean, price is going up, bro. <laughs> Stupid. Idiot brain. Yeah, Andy Reid had the yo mustache was crazy. He looked like he looked like the snot nosed kid. That shit was wicked. What are we? What are you doing out there? What are you doing out there? So rough. The next one for Dummy. Dummy yeah. week. Micah Parsons. Okay, go for it. All right. I said that this one will not be lighthearted, and I mean it. 
Michael Parsons is supposed to be one of the best defenders in all the football, right? He's candidate for the defensive player of the year. He actually is even on some people's ballots for MVP. Had the most pressures in the league. And if you want to go analytics and all of this stuff. Every time I watch Michael Parsons, though, I don't see what everybody else sees. Sees a guy that gets held and he's crying to the refs. Then he goes on his podcast and talks a whole bunch of shit, but never truly backs it up on the field consistently. Starts off hot, right? Six, seven sacks in the first few games and then tails off to the end of the season. It's kind of why the, the Cowboys have been one and done in the playoffs, right? Mainly because the defense sucks. Here's my problem. Uh-huh. Skip Bayless is a, you know, he's an analyst. He's paid to be critical of teams and players when they're not playing well. So Skip Bayless, after the game, said that, I'm curious to hear what Micah Parsons is going to say on his podcast because that's the only time that he got energy for anything. It's a bar, right? Well, Micah Parsons went ahead and answered Skip Bayless. And here's what he said. Un momento. He said, you just being a hating ass MF who mad I ain't want to do your show. Where was all this when you were on my nuts wanting me to come on your show every Tuesday? You lame as fuck, Skip. Real shit. Fake-ass Cowboys fan. So, you have energy to answer Skip Bayless, whose job is to be critical of uh, players. That's what he does, right? But where was that smoke on the field? Where was that same energy to be a tough guy on the field? I remember seeing a play during that Packers game where Aaron Jones put two hands in his chest and he had to go to the sidelines because he was hurt. Sub me out, coach. That's supposed to be the next LT? That dude? So, see, the thing is, with this Gen Z, right, they love to be praised, right? When you talk to them, when you when you say that they're the, the next this or they the dope and all, uh, they love that. Yeah, keep bringing in, keep bringing in the, the the praise. Keep saying how much I'm the man. I love it. But once you start being critical of them, they look at you like you're crazy. Oh, how dare you be critical of me? You damn right, people are gonna be critical of you. The dude in Pittsburgh, T.J. Watt, he gets held a lot too. Still makes plays. Hell, the man had a broken finger for the majority of the season. Still played. Got sacks. Led the league in sacks, didn't he? The excuses that people have for guys like Micah Parsons is why the Dallas Cowboys are in the situation they're in. You got fans talking about, well, he's the most held player in the league. So what? You still have to make a play. You still got to find a way to make a play. That's what great players do. Remember when Aaron Donald in the Super Bowl? 
Motherfucker was getting held the whole game. You know who ended up making the big sack at the end of the game on Joe Burrow? It was Aaron Donald. Big players make big plays in big moments. And for Micah Parsons, he's never done that. Three seasons or four seasons you've been in the league, what have you done? What has he done, really? So when you have a podcast and you talk more on your podcast than you do on the field, when the guys on the sideline have no leader and you're supposed to be the man, miss me with that bullshit. And this is why I wanted a new coach, because Mike McCarthy's not going to tell him to cancel his podcast. Bill Belichick would have. Damn sure would have. Tom Coughlin would have. Bill Parcells would have. So all the Cowboys fans that want to be out there and support these dudes, go ahead. Do it at your own peril. But what you see in front of you, it will never change because guys like Micah Parsons, they soft as baby shit. They're only tough when they're doing this. Well, they got a mic in front of them. That's the Gen Z tough guy stuff. Can't play it. Can't do it on the field. Got to do it behind a mic. You got to go try to attack a 70-year-old man. This is why certain old school fans don't want to be fans of current of current players. They're too soft. They're too sensitive. You think anybody's going to look at this situation and be like, yeah, you tell him, Micah. You corny, bro. That's like looking at the shop, the, the, the guy that pushes the carts in the in the shopping uh, uh, parking lot. And he says, hey, man, you mind not, you know, pushing the, your, your shopping cart that way? And you go ahead and argue with the shopping cart guy. He's just doing his job. I'd be mad too, bro. You relax. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At some point, people have to start looking at themselves. Start being more aggressive. Start being a real football player. If you want to be Ray Lewis, if you want to be in those particular categories, with L- I never want to hear people talk about LT again. The next person I hear say Mike is compared to LT, we fighting. I'm putting hands and feet on you. I respect it. LT did cocaine and was, re- was ready to play every, every Sunday. Exactly. Thank you, Kevin. Always soaking on the bench when things don't go his way. Ooh. That's exactly what they do. That's what Gen Z does. Oh, they don't like me. Well, I'm just going to go to my Twitter and my my my, my podcast and talk about it. Soft. Y'all need to go get some new players and get some dogs in Dallas because the ones that you don't, the, the ones that you have, puppies. They all puppies. No leadership from top to bottom. 
that's all for this week for my dummy of the week. What'd you think? I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Got, I mean, listen, this is a therapy session. I know you've been on the watch all week. I've been calling to take in, sent a basket of fruit over there. And, you know, I, care. Received, I received no basket from you. Oh, somebody ate it. <laughs> just to make sure that you're good. You know what I mean? You want to make sure that you're still with us and you're still present. Mm. Um, cause I know it's been hard and, um, I, you know, I would leave you with this closing statement. I'm not going to do a kind word because I don't have a kind words, but I do have words for you, sir. Hmm. You know, always come home. The key's under the mat. Put the green back on and leave this miserable navy blue and white franchise behind you because at the end of the day, it ain't get you farther than you've been, bro. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something. I've been a, I've been a dual fan of both franchises for the majority of my life. They've 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 each given me considerable pain and suffering, but I can't go back to the Jets. I just hey, can't. Let's tell you. That's all I can tell you. Because guess what, the shit ain't working over here. It's like it's like it's like the 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 you know you go to that girl. She she she's she tries to do everything for you, man. Cook, clean, but. The box just smells like fish. Jesus Christ. Wow. That was deep. That was wild. That was, that was, I take that offensively. So it's like, it's, <laughs> it's rough. Ah, man. <laughs> I can't go back there. <laughs> can't get that stink off of you. No, that stink. You, still, you got that stink on you. That's your stink. Get away from yourself. I'm staying over here, man. I'm staying over here with Dak James Harden Prescott. That's where I'm staying. Well, enjoy enjoy your your lifelong tickets to the circus, bro. Yeah, yeah. That's all for this show, man. I, I think this live show was pretty good. Had a good time. Yeah. Shouts to everybody that was in the chat, man. You guys kept it up. Um Think it would be regular scheduled programming next week. We'll see. You know, listen, Silent Assassin, man. You you got a lot of explaining to do. There's a lot. I'm just saying, there's a lot of explaining to do for the Silent Assassin. Real shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I, she 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 big timing us, Chloe. I don't know what's going on. I mean, listen. I I spoke to her assistant like twice this week, just trying mm. to get through and. I'll take it for what it's worth, man. Hey, I, I appreciate when busy people take the time out of your day and call you back. So, yeah, I'll just continue to wait. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some f bombs her way and hope that she answers. <laughs> we love you, Silent Assassin. It's all good. Jimmy the Super Intern, uh, Fang is in some sewers like Ninja Turtles or chasing giraffes. I don't know what he's doing. Um, but you know, we all should be back at some point together very soon. But love the crew, love everybody. Uh great show. And again, it was uh this was cathartic. You're right. I, I had to get a lot off. I did. Sure. Very important, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'm finished though, but this this was a good start. To each. Yeah. So until next week. Stay safe. 
Stay cool. Peace.